Hey guys, what's going on? It's the Nerd here. Before today's podcast, I want to let you know about a new show that I found here that's absolutely amazing called The Impolite Psychologist. This show is absolutely amazing, so I got to tell you all about it. It's actually hosted by a licensed psychologist that stays anonymous, kind of like us. So I use the pseudonym Nerd. Well, they just kind of stay anonymous. And the reason they do this is so they can bluntly and openly speak the truth about their opinions and experiences working as a psychologist. It's really refreshing, you know, to kind of peel back the curtain and hear behind-the-scenes info as to what a psychologist really thinks without having to hide how they really feel. The show also has it all, with great discussion about TV, music, health, and how it all pertains to human interactions and psychology. So before you ask, I'm going to let you know, you can find this podcast wherever you can find all your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find all information about The Impolite Psychologist at www theimpolitepsychologist.com On with the show! What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. I'm, of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and uh, I, I wait, 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 wait a second. Nerdette's not here, and it's Pride Month. So you know what I decided to do? I decided to pull an audible today, and since it's Pride Month, I wanted to bring on the foremost expert in everything gay. He is the official spokesperson. I'm putting a lot of burden on this man's back. He is going to take me to task today, or I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to have a good time. Good friend of the show, Mr. Scott. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. That's little pressure, but that's that's fine. Well, if you didn't know already, you are the official spokesperson of the LGBT, I, I don't even know how many other things I have to add to this community. Me neither. I don't even keep track anymore. It's, so, the alphabet soup is just too much. <laughs> So if, if people out there don't already understand, Scott is a gay man and it's Pride Month. And I've been talking a lot about how I want to win over the gay community. So I'm going to pander some more being the gay month. Let me first start by saying, sorry, it's a little late in the month. I know you've had 21 days into it. How's it been so far? Uh, I've avoided most of it, thankfully. So pretty good. <laughs> Except Uh-oh. I had to say Paramount, Paramount Plus. They didn't have to redo the icon for, for pride. It's like that, that just makes it harder to find. Oh my they, God. They, they put a rainbow on it. They did. And it is in your face. I was actually just watching the uh, movie paranormal activity, whatever the hell that last one was on Paramount. And I was thinking the same exact thing. Like we got to talk about this on the show. It's in your face. It's everywhere. You can't avoid it. It's pride month. But before we get into all that stuff, What's going on with you, man? How's how's our life treating you? Let people know everything about Mr. Scott. Oh, uh, well, there's so much to tell. Uh, life, well, we're we're starting off another heat wave here in Ohio, so yay, there's that. Mm. Um, oh, gotta gotta say, at least somebody out there understands how that we pronounce orange properly in New Jersey. <laughs> how long you been there for? Here, uh, oh God, 20 years. 
20 years, man. So, you know, a lot of people seem to start in New Jersey and end up there. Why is that? Is, is it like New Jersey part two? I've never been. I don't understand it either. The weird thing is then they go to Florida from here. As long as they don't bring their policies with them, I'm sure they are very welcome in Florida. Oh, well, no, no. Ohio, remember that it's kind of red here. So, Speaking of which, let me ask you, let me just have how are things going there politically right now? Well, everybody's a little upset with the governor because he, there was somebody, uh, there was a, a bill that he just signed for letting teachers and such carry concealed you know with only 24 hours of training instead of the several hundred hours they were having before and everybody was real you know the the day it went into effect i think it was someone got shot in a mall so he he, he's not you know people are kind of torn on that Mm -hmm. and i i won't go into quote unquote the city I don't, I mean, it's Columbus. I don't think it's, it's weird. I, the city is New York. I'm sorry. But um, when we, you know, I won't even go there anymore because it's, it used to be the, the, the joke when I lived in Philadelphia was not, did anybody get shot, but how many people got shot overnight? Like when you watch (laughs) the morning news, it's starting to be like that here now. Yeah. Oh man. It's sad. It's it's like that everywhere, though. I mean, you notice the crime has just been astronomical lately. And, and you know, I know that, like, you've listened to our show before, and I, I know you've been listening for a while. And over the past, you know, year and a half or so, I've really taken a turn where I used to be against conspiracies. I used to be so against everything conspiracy. All oh, these guys are stupid. They're crazy. But I'm going to tell you what, man, Scott, I, I've been really going down that rabbit hole of conspiracies. And I feel like this is all done by design. I mean, they want crime. They want us fighting each other. So we're not paying attention to the big picture. I don't know if I want to bring you down that rabbit hole or not. Are, are you into the conspiracy thing? Too late. Been there. Um, <laughs> I Well, yeah, it's they, they're just finding more and more ways to divide people. Well, why? I, well, it's it's easier to, to get a bunch of little groups to do what you want than to get one big group to do what you want. Because it's easier to control a bunch of little groups. That, that's true. I mean, there's a guy I was just listening to recently. I don't know if I'm, I, I can't remember the guy's name. I, I have a terrible memory, as you know. But there was a guy who basically said, it's like crate training a dog. It's like you have to get them when they're young. That's why they're going after children. That's why they're doing the things that they're doing. And I listened to this man and I can't remember his fucking name, but it really did change my whole perspective on all this stuff. And it made me think like, Hey, there's something sinister going on. They're going after children. They're making us fight each other. They're being erased into this whole thing. They're bringing sexual preferences, ideology, all this other crap. And it's like, what is the big picture? That's one thing that I cannot put my finger on the matter. How many people I've had on the show. I've always asked them that question. What's the big picture? No one seems to know. What do you think of this? Ooh. Well, the big, the big rumor, well, I don't know if it's rumor, conspiracy, the big, the theory, the running theory, uh, I guess, uh, is that they're, they're trying to do that great reset of the entire world, the economy and everything and bring in the whole globalist type deal. Yeah. But what is there to gain from that, though? Because you got to think of it. Life is really good for a very long time. 
things worked perfectly. We had, you know, us, us blue collar minions. We would wake up in the morning, we go to work. We, we, we keep, we, we keep all the world moving. We keep everything going. Basically the people at the top are always going to be at the top. They have their money. They have everything. What more could they want? Why are they doing this? I mean, like, that's the part where I always just hit that, that, that wall where I'm like, I, I just don't know where to go from here. Yeah. It's that, that's, I, that's the part I don't understand that either. Like what somebody's motivation for doing all the stuff that they're doing. Cause it seems like just stuff is uh, going all, all off kilter all over the world, not just here. Yeah. Sure. And like, like if I hear one more thing about Ukraine, I'm going to like smack myself. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm very sorry. There's a, there's a war. That's but uh, we we don't have to pay for the entire thing. No, just throwing that out there. Um, it makes perfect sense though. It does exactly what you just said. It makes perfect sense. We told Russia we're not going to get involved. We told everybody. Biden went on TV multiple times. We're not going to get involved with the war. We're not going to fight. We're not going to send our troops. So we're not fighting in this war. So why the fuck are we sending money? We're funny. We might as well be fighting these people because we're sending them our money. I, I just don't understand the point of anything that that's going on here. Well, you know, it's, it's that same thing. I, th- I think that's how we ended up in Vietnam because they started sending over advisors first. You know, they weren't going to fight. Right. That's right. Yeah. My, my mother's a hippie. So, well, <laughs> I mean, she was more of a hippie back then. So I remember a lot of her telling me about that stuff and, Mm-hmm. Does you see similarities basically between like what's going on now and what happened back then? Well, yeah, she and I have been talking about that. How it's like, you know, this, this, this she remember we remember this stuff from like the late seventies and stuff when inflation was up out of control. Again, the la- you know back then, and it and they were like now they're like oh it's it's fine it's transitory. And we're not going to hit a recession. Oh, well, you know, we never said never. So mm-hmm. I think we're, we're, we're pretty much screwed. I think we're hitting a recession no matter what. I'm telling you what, it's, it's in the beginning, I was kind of uh, optimistic. I was like, you know what? It can't be that bad. They're, he's not going to get anything through. It, it can't be that. It's, it's just that all the executive orders this idiot pushed through really put us in such a crippling position. I don't think the Republicans, I don't think anyone can fix it in a relatively quick time. I think we're stuck with this for at least four to five years, even to start to see a turnaround. And I'm talking about food, gas prices, everything. I, I, I just feel like we're in a dark time right now. And it's going to take a little bit more than just, you know, electing the right people in office to get it turned around. It's not going to happen immediately. Not even Ron DeSantis. The Lord himself can't fix this, I don't think. I do like what he's doing down there, though. Oh, God, he's amazing. He, he, he is something else. And you were just down in Florida not too long ago, weren't you? Yeah, back in November. How was it? Oh, it was awesome. Nobody, it no, nobody, no, nobody was, well, I won't, <clears throat> excuse me, I won't say nobody was wearing masks, but a lot of people just didn't have them on. Nobody gave you the stink face. <laughs> Because I, I had gone to Universal and there were there were still people there who had had masks on and it's like cool if you want to wear one that's you know feel free but other than that you know it was just it was just nice it seemed very relaxed mm-hmm. 
Well, you're going to see the mask, I think, for a, a, unfortunately, I think we're going to see it for the rest of our lifetimes. I, I think you're going to see some people still wearing them just, if not for nothing, just out of habit. It's because they were growing up with it. The damage they're doing to some of these children, they're going to be the ones that you see still wearing the mask in like, you know, 20, 30 years. You're going to, I mean, if we're lucky to live that long, we'll be at a supermarket seeing people our age now wearing masks. You're like, wait, what the fuck are you still wearing that for? You know, I just think that they're being raised to be these future germaphobe neurotic just maniacs and that's what they're doing they're getting them at a young age and i just have a really dark grim view of the future man i, I you know can you tell me something positive can you anything anything good anything uh pride month is almost over that's good <laughs> no that's um, that's why i wanted you on the show for stuff for comments like that because i can't say well, I, hey, I'm just surprised they didn't have a shooting at Pride in Columbus. They had one <laughs> on Juneteenth, which sucked, but mm-hmm. like I said, Columbus has been crazy lately. Yeah. Now, crazy. Everybody, everybody can put away their colorful flags for another 11 months. The whole giving a whole month thing to any cause, just... It really makes me feel a certain type of way, man. I, I I don't know what it is. It's just I feel in a perfect world. If if I had, you know, the uh, infinity gauntlet, if you will, and I can change one thing, it would just be for us to stop fucking labeling each other, to stop looking at each other as if you're a guy or a girl or a fucking black or white or Spanish, whatever the fuck, you know, just gay, straight. Who cares? I, I, I just hate the fact that everyone has to have a label. And I thought we were past that when I was a kid. I was taught, hey, content of character, you know, the old Martin Luther King line. And I thought we were past that. There were many years, like growing up, I grew up in New Jersey, just like you, in a very small town called Middlesex, where it was a predominantly white town, very rich, upper class area. I don't even know how to fuck my little Puerto Rican family could afford to live there. Except for my dad had a, he was working for a guy, had some favors and whatnot. But we lived in a town, I never once experienced racism, not once, never once in my entire life have I ever experienced it. All of a sudden now it's everywhere. And as an adult man, I'm seeing it like everywhere to a point that I never even knew it existed this bad. And it's just like, what the hell happened? Was it always inside of people that had this bigotry and it just got brought out because there was an excuse? What the fuck is it? I'm not, I'm not sure what, what started any of it, but it's, I mean, there, there are always, you know, people who were, you know, racist, kind of racist. I mean, I guess racist is, racist but um like this it's like every little like now i think people get so uh defensive about like because you know like trying to think of how to phrase it it's tough it's you have to you have to be very careful with everything you say nowadays It's, it's such a hard thing well, it's there. There's so much more, like with, like the whole, the whole. Well, you you'd understand this, the whole, you know, Latinx thing. Mm. Yeah, trying to force that on people, and it's usually mostly seems like it's really bleeding heart white people who want you desperately to be that, or want to add yet another letter to the ever growing LGBT alphabet. Yeah, and it's. It's annoying after a while. 
I mean, the, 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 the people who, who design, I forget what uh, committee it is that, that design the emo, you know, emojis, they're not accepting any more flags. They're like, we, can, we can't do anymore. <laughs> Run out of fucking colors, man. Well, it's like when I, I mean, I was watching the news and they, they, they showed the pride flag and I was like, why is there a funky triangle in it? And then they're like, well, that's for trans people and BIPOC. And I was like, I, and it was black indigenous people of color. I was like, but that has nothing to do with your sexual preference. Why is that there? Oh my fucking Lord. It, you know what it is? Like, I remember when the whole gay acceptance thing was starting to like slowly come around where it's like, Hey, you know, you just leave them the fuck alone basically. Right. And then I feel like, and, and I'm speaking from a point cause like, I don't live in that lifestyle. That's why I know I'm, I'm going to defer a lot of this to you because you've actually lived a lifestyle. So I would like to hear your experiences on it. But growing up, like I, I, I never really noticed it. I mean, I, I don't, I never really noticed gay people when I was a kid growing up. So it was never really an issue, but like, I, I feel like it was accepted but maybe I'm wrong because I never lived in a lifestyle. I, I was never exposed to it really growing up. But I feel like it's become a parody of itself now. It's overly sexualized to the point where it's cartoonish. And well, it's like, they, it just looks ridiculous. They want, they want, it's now it seems they want everything you do accepted. Yeah. It's like, well, okay. It's like, I, back in my day, I remember when gay rights were just things that we were fighting for equality. Well, <laughs> We got that. Thank you, Neil Gorsuch, yeah. for deciding that he's the one who wrote the decision. Mm-hmm. So just, okay, celebrate the fact that it's, but no, no, now we have to have more, like, and, you know, I'm all for, for trans people being accepted as, you know, people who are genuinely trans and all that. And a very good friend in college, she was trans. She was the yeah. first person I'd ever met. This is back in the 90s. And she was cool. We used to play guitars together on the weekend and get stoned. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, it's, but now it's like, I don't, it's like, there's all these, it, it's weird because there's so many people who it's like, if, if, if you're, if you're a trans man who likes men, Hey, welcome aboard. If you're a trans woman that likes women, Hey, welcome aboard. Yeah. You like both. Okay. Welcome aboard. But to 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 mash the two together is just still it it it's weird it's very weird they like lump you guys all together and it's like wait i don't want to be associated with that i'm just a guy who likes to fuck dudes or a girl who likes to fuck girls when it becomes weird i mean i just want to ask your opinion like how do you feel about all these other strange fucking things that are just appearing out of nowhere and immediately being forced on everyone who doesn't understand it to be instantly accepted or you're a terrible person you're a bigot how do you feel about all this crazy other shit that's going on with the trans community lgb whatever it is well see uh, see like i said i'm i'm good with with people who are who are genuinely trans that that's awesome but like all the all the girls on tiktok who cut their hair like who cut their hair like justin bieber or a, <laughs> a boy and uh he is a identifying as a boy right i think so i think hopefully so. oh well i assumed <laughs> they uh it when i i think when the the pendulum starts to swing back on all this stuff and it's starting it is um 
those those types of people are going to be like, oh, okay, I can, I, you know, I'll find another way to get attention because that's the, that seems to be their goal. And those of us who, you know, just gay, lesbian, bisexual, and people who are genuinely trans are going to be paying the brunt of this because, you know, it's the other people who are just the posers, if you will, can just go back to doing what they did before. True. True. Now you mentioned and leave us to clean up the mess. Yeah, hmm? you know, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you'll always be there, obviously, because you're a legitimate member of the community. But these other people are like fly by night, fucking virtue signalers. They they can just come and go. They're fucking chameleons, and no matter whatever the next thing is, they're just gonna blend right in. I mean, so screw exactly. that, causing all this destruction and shit. I I, I get it. It's, it's way more detrimental to the community as, as helpful what they're doing now. It's it's absolutely disgusting. Well, it's like the, the, uh, the, the, and I hate to use the, the, the don't say gay bill in Florida, right. which it's newsflash. You, you can say gay, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. When, uh, cause I went and read it, it's not that complicated. And looking back, I was like, let's see, from kindergarten to third grade or fifth grade, I'll go that far because that's when they, you know, they met with our, you know, had our parents come in one night because they wanted to teach us sex ed. They didn't teach us anything about being gay or anything, but that's cool. You know, at least we knew what the parts were in the general whatever, but they wanted, you had to make sure that in fifth grade, your parents had to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. My parents did. But but now the, the, this stuff that, that they specifically have to say no stuff about sexual orientation or gender identity until third grade it's like well yeah until then you'd i don't need i I always knew i was different and i guess the the, i knew i was romantically interested in guys but i had no idea what it was i was i wasn't sex was not on my little brain at the time yeah and anybody who's gay will probably tell you you always know you're different you eventually figure out why Mm -hmm. and then go from there and it's the same with i mean i've heard i've watched videos i highly recommend blair white on youtube her videos um she uh talks about that that kind of stuff a lot now you said something that kind of struck me here a little bit, and I and I and I think your your answer could possibly change my whole views on this whole thing here. They're they're trying to talk to kids at, at a young age, right? And they're they're trying to get in the classrooms really young, putting books in the the libraries and whatnot, just trying to come out to their kids and just talk about sex, right? Now yeah. to a young kid, you just mentioned to me how when you were younger, you didn't really know what was going on. You kind of kind of checked with the guys, but you didn't really have an interest in sex. Yeah, I didn't know it was like, oh, I know I liked, for some reason, guys more somehow. I had no idea how or why or didn't really care. didn't occur to me because nobody said, oh, well, you should like this or you should like this, really. Now, did you have someone to talk to? Because obviously it must must have been kind of confusing as a kid, maybe, right? Not really, because I mean, well, think of it. I mean, well, all right, I mean you being the master clapper might've been interested in girls at a young age, but I, you know, when do you really start noticing anything like that? You know, and like the, the thing that 
here, here's the thing that, that, that really, before I forget, that bugged me is it used to be if, you know, say there was a kid who is a little effeminate or like to play with dolls, what have you. Um, it was like, oh, he might be gay. And maybe he would be, or maybe he'd grow out of it. Same with a girl, you know, if she wanted to do tomboyish stuff, maybe she'd grow out of it, or maybe she'd become a lesbian. Now it's immediately, oh, you must be trans. You're playing with, with the, the different kind of toys. It's like, well, that's kind of homophobic of you to assume that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish there was someone there to talk to you when you were a kid, perhaps? Do you think that would have helped? growing up no like i said because i didn't really have a problem with it and i remember in uh oh god it was like eighth grade or something because our school was the middle school was too crowded so the eighth graders used to go to high the high school for eighth grade and so i was like 12 when i started going to high school and uh, well luckily my my where my uh mom had worked in uh town was we you ever remember i told you about vernon valley action park yes yeah that's where my mom worked so i knew all of the lifeguards from there because i was there most of the summer so i knew all the they were basically all the the high school seniors so uh, nobody bothered me so the lifeguards actually save anybody there at that park Sometimes they, they, well, I don't they know with the deadly park. They, well, you mean like the grave pool? I mean the wave <laughs> pool where the, the kid was underwater for an hour <laughs> before they noticed. Oh Jesus! I'm surprised I survived. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. Yeah, I'm, well, me too. Oh my goodness, that's classic. That fucking park. I, you know what, man? I remember kids coming back from from going away on like a week vacation or whatever you know during the school year and come back with their fucking like arms in a sling bandages all over their body and shit I'm like oh so you went down the slot yeah i went down the slot. how could you tell look at you you got the okay. fucking part the alpine slide <laughs> jesus all right well wait where the hell were we here so we were talking about uh Grow, growing up gay basically right and because like i want to get into the whole like mythology of your life because I, it, it's not very often i get to talk with someone on the opposite side here and not even the opposite we're all on the same fucking side we're all american but just someone with your life experiences well so see i some people would say oh i had a very charmed you know coming out because when i when i finally did because i didn't really have a reason to i realized oh i'm gay okay, when I find a reason to have to tell someone or whatever, I will. I wasn't hiding. I was just like, I'm not really interested in finding anybody to to be with right now. So Mm -hmm. I just go about my business. But I remember my my mom had gotten me a book in eighth grade. It was, I think, the Facts of Love or something. And they had these really awesome pencil sketches of naked men in it. And there, there were women once. They, they were tastefully done. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't like penthouse there or something like that. But, um, and they had stuff about being gay. And I was like, oh, okay, well, all right. So I guess technically I'm normal. And I, I remember when I first told my mom, her boyfriend and I were actually going to get beer. Because, um, well, 
I should I should probably also tell you that her boyfriend at the time graduated high school with me several years before this. But it was cool. He and I were, you know, we I mean we weren't like best friends in high school. We knew who each other were, but they were living together. I was there and so we were we were getting beer and I was like I, I told him, I was like, so yeah, um, I I found someone to go out with and he was like Oh God, not so and so. I was like, no, not because he had mentioned this this girl that I was friends with, and then he had mentioned my first now first ex, and I was like, actually, yeah, him. And he was like, oh, you should tell your mom. I was like, yeah, I probably will. He, he was like, yeah, I think I think she'll be cool with it. So when when we got home, I was like, hey, mom, uh, uh. The pizza's here, I got here, and so-and-so and I are dating because I'm gay. And she was like, yeah, I could have told you that you guys would be a few months ago. And she just kept playing the game of Tetris she was doing. Uh, they always know, man. Moms know. Moms always, yeah. You can't fool a mom. There's just, there, there's no way. Just, I mean, just, you might as well have been like, yeah. So when did you find out, mom? She must have known when you were little, probably. I mean, they just see things, you know? They just have that weird ability. I don't know what it is. Well, I think she, she might have... Probably she might have noticed a little with me because since I I have trouble seeing, so if I'm looking at somebody, it's a little more noticeable. I've learned to be sly about that now. <laughs> <laughs> but now the fact that the uh, the guy didn't know until you told him on the car ride kind of makes me think here that you you must have hit it very well, meaning when people who aren't exposed to to gay people on a daily basis think of a gay person, they probably think of the weird shit you see at these fucking pride commercial parades and whatnot that they're doing on TV. You're just a regular old down the earth fucking guy. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't need a porch to go with my swing or anything like that. I, uh, there's, there's really no lifting unless I'm trying to do it on purpose to annoy somebody. <laughs> then I can totally really call out. Oh God, it it sickens me. But thank you. <laughs> I try it sometimes I, on the show when I try to be funny, and it just never comes out that smooth. Oh, it's funny, <laughs> especially when your edibles kicking. Oh my God, they're kicking it now. As a matter of fact, I I, I, I think oh, I'm God. on four. Oh God! So this thing might go a little weird soon. So I I, I just want to forewarn you. And it happens. It happens. Now, with your controversial takes on, you know, the LGBTQIA plus community, I think I got it right that time. Thank goodness for me. The edibles are kicking out. I'm getting sharper here. Um, there you go. Do you feel like, because I, I have seen some instances of of, of, of people, like, I, I, I don't even know what to call them anymore. Are, are you guys, can I, can I say gay people? Or because I, I don't want to say LGBTQ, because yeah. I feel like I'm lumping anyone with the bullshit. Eh, gay is fine. Okay. So I mean we're 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 the low men literally on the on the alphabet <laughs> total anyway. I don't know that I think but, you guys are pretty high on the power rankings right now. <laughs> well we're well we're pretty low like compared to you know you got us at the bottom, then lesbians are a little more than bisexuals, they're kind of that then you got the T and the rest of them. <laughs> it, it just it's like nah. But the thing is it's like most people that think of like they're going to think of that LGBTQIA plus shit you see on TV and whatnot. Yeah, it, they always have this parody where they're almost like trying their hardest to be the most over exaggerated version of a female possible. What do you think about that? 
And why, and why is that a thing in, in the community? What do you, what? Get, like, how, how like, like, how like you see like a, a gay man, right? See, so like you come off to me and I, I'm, I'm trying to phrase it in a way that doesn't sound like I'm being a dick. Cause you know me, obviously, but I'm worried about the people that, you know, are listening. Like, oh, he's going to sound like a dick, but like, you sound like a regular guy. But there's yeah. some in the community that have like the super feminine voices. They walk like like a woman. They switch the, the the hips and whatnot when they walk. Like, what causes that? Even I'm not sure. It's it's. I think it's. I don't know if it's just something that chemically or honestly that that makes people act a little more. I want to say f- f- effeminate, but I'm not even sure if that's the the right way to put it. Because I, I, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, friends and stuff that are a little more flamboyant, if you, there's a good word. Um, Very good word. Uh, when it comes to, you know, it's like the, when I, I went the, the, the trip to Orlando, I went with my best friend and his mom. It was for his birthday. And yeah. let me tell you, when he gets a few drinks in him, he, he starts sounding like queen of, queen of the bar. <laughs> As like, dude, chill out a little. Um, but you know, I have no, you know, I've never really thought about why some people are more like that than others. I honestly don't know, unless it's I, unless it's uh, what do they call it? A uh, a little like a little subgroup uh, milieu. That's it. Fancy word of the day. The the, the kind of queer, we'll call it faggy, if you will, I guess I can say that. Mm. Milieu. Just, you know, in the, mm. I, hey, I've, I've had the word fagala in my Twitter profile since whenever I joined and they haven't thrown me off yet. Because that's just Yiddish uh, for little bird. That's, you know. I miss that word. I'm going to be honest with you. That was a word that we use against each other as, as teenagers. It was just a, Hey, you're being a, you know, one of those, or, you know, or it was never meant as like a, a hateful term. I, I understand now as an adult, why it's such a hateful word and, yeah. and I don't use it anymore, but that's one of those words. I'm like, fuck, I missed that one, man. Cause like, that was a versatile word. It was like how the N word was like when it was, you know, it was originally this hateful word. And it didn't, it kind of morphed in the nineties where it became just like a casual word in rap songs and in movies. And then, well, then it. it, it blew up with OJ. That yeah. was the big. Oh yeah. Turning point for the, for the end. Cause I mean, it, you never really heard it called the N word no. until. And... Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, it, it's like that word became just like a word that people would use and they didn't use it as a hateful word. It was a hateful word that became just a word that people use in a regular vocabulary. It was like a word that transformed because it was used so much, you depowered it in a way. And then they just gave the power right back. And this, oh, this is a hateful word. And now people can't use it anymore. I just, I, I just missed that one F word. So if you want to drop it a couple of times in this show, even for me, because I can't say it anymore, please feel free to throw that one do out. It by, do it by proxy. Let's I. I'm, let me see. I I think I cover about three marginalized groups for you, so you're good. The whole gay thing, legally blind, and I have six screws in my back, so I walk a little funny. There we go. You're safe. Jeez, you got it all going on here, man. You're all fucked. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Do you feel like you're going to get cast out mm-hmm. of the community? Because it seems like they're very tight-knit right now, and if you kind of sway out of the way of popular opinion, you, you may find yourself out of the LGBT community. Here, 
Here, I'll, I'll, I'll Joe Biden it for you. There's no community, really. <laughs> There's never a real, I mean, there kind of was, you know, back in, again, you know, the 80s, 90s. Yeah, it was like underground. Well, not even though, like in, in the like 90s, you know, like the, when they had like the 25th anniversary of Stonewall, you know, that was, that was a big deal. Yeah. And I remember the, because I used to sometimes go with my, just with my friends to the parade in New York, because it was just fun to watch. And you know, the dykes on bikes would come by first, all, all the um, topless women, some of them maybe shouldn't have been, but still, <laughs> I mean, more power to them if that's what you want to do. And then, you know, they'd have floats from the different clubs and stuff. And usually people in Speedos or drag queens or whatever. But there weren't a bunch of kids around. Yeah. That when it, I mean, I don't, I guess if it's now a family friendly thing, tone down the burlesqueness of, if that's a word, of these things, like, the same as why you know i i don't need drag queens reading stories to children because it's like that's drag is an adult thing it wasn't meant for kids it's kind of like strip shows you know again burlesque acts from you know the the 20s and 30s it's so simple really how disgusting it is and how easy it is to explain to people why it's nasty but yet people can't see it. I, I just don't understand why there are there, there's any percentage of this country that are on board with drag queen story hour and indoctrinating children. I just don't understand it because it's so easy to explain. And I always do it this way. Whenever someone tries to challenge me on the topic, why do you think it's bad? They try to do it on Twitter before I basically said, screw it. I'm just going to do an ecosystem. I, I don't even want to have anything to do with leftists anymore. I completely blocked out the Twitter. Unless I follow you or you follow me, you're not even replying to shit that I say because I don't entertain them anymore. For this very reason, actually. So I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there talking to this guy one day and he's just trying to bash me. Right. And I'm like, you're a fucking son of a bitch. And I never get people more than one or two replies online. But I gave this guy the reply. And, I, and you want to know what I said to this son of a bitch guy? Sure. All right. So what the, what the fuck was I saying again? God damn it. My editor is <laughs> fucking kicking my ass right now. You see, what the hell was I saying? I, I was, I, I was going to hit on a really good point there. And then all of a sudden, I just completely blanked out. The well, fuck there, was was a, there was a guy on Twitter. The guy was trying to challenge me on something. I forgot what the hell I said to the guy now. God damn it. Um, the, the whole drag queen story hour type. Oh, God damn it. Thank you, Scott. So anyway, so we're, we're, we're talking about the thing. And he's like, so why do you think it's so wrong? And I, and I turn it back on the guy. I'm like, well, listen. If I was to sit there and go to a kid's school and talk about my sex life with my spouse or, or anything like this, or if I hired a local stripper to go up and down the pole and show kids how to pole dance, you guys would think that's disgusting, right? And the guy goes, yeah, because it is. I'm like, so what's the difference here? And he called me a bigot and blocked me. I'm like, what the fuck, man? They're, they're just lost in this virtue. How does that make you a bigot, because the guy didn't have an answer, so that's what they do. They immediately throw those terms at you and try to label you something and disappear. That that's what that's how they that's how they talk. I'm going to run away, stick my fingers in my ear, and go la 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 la. Yeah, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. Do you get any of this online? Do you even participate with any of the conversations going on about it? Since you're a member, I mean, obviously you you have a, a valid voice to the conversation. I don't usually engage with with the the I guess mainstream 
rainbow community because they're all insane now. I there there's a few people like you know that I watch on YouTube and follow you know on uh, Twitter from there. And there's actually not there's usually more. Oh, I don't. I'm not necessarily right wing, but I'm not left wing by any stretch. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to. But uh, the now uh, you made me forget. <laughs> oh, we're, we're too serious. There, there's more of of the non-progressive. There we go. Uh, gay set than you would probably realize. You just don't hear a lot, a lot because you'll get shouted down. And but it's it's weird. Sometimes people find each other just by like um, who they follow on Twitter. Like say it's um, like a political person or like you know if trying to think of who I actually follow on Twitter that's of note. Um, like as far as like, being like in the community well not even in the community just like if you see someone who's not necessarily like I'll, I'll follow Glenn Beck because you know he, he's got some stuff to say that's interesting um, and I well see I had I the, here you want to go down rapid holes listen to the no agenda show it's, um, do you remember uh, MTV back in back when they used to actually play music Talk about with downtown Julie Brown, of course. And I'll, well, do you remember Adam Curry? I do. He hosts the show with this other guy. He's a te- uh, with a tech former tech writer, John C. Dvorak, and they basically deconstruct all of this political nonsense that's going on and social nonsense. And he was on with Glenn Beck talking about a lot of this, like the reason that the companies are so you know, want to participate like in the whole, you know, pride month rainbow thing, you know, we're, we're going to be proud this month because money and they, in a way with there's, there's this stuff called economic social governance where like you have to do that because there's so much social stuff you have to do now, or you'll lose out on funding sort of like what the white house is do the thing you, you had talked about it on the, your podcast with them cutting the uh lunch programs for the schools that don't you know teach the lgbt curriculum i don't know what yeah like where are they pulling the curriculum from like what are they doing it's making shit up just showing like gay porn videos to these kids i mean like what kind of history is there to draw from you i mean okay so so say you're if you're in like your lit class and it comes up that Oscar Wilde was gay. Okay, that's cool. You know, that that's cool to mention that because he was, you know, famous writer who was also gay. It was kind of, he was put on trial for it and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I can see, you know, it potentially coming up even as a discussion, which is cool because that's not teaching somebody about sexual orientation or gender identity because that was one of those things they had that there was this video going around of this crying teacher going on about how i i won't be able to to share that i've been with my 
my husband or my partner for the for the weekend I won't be able to tell them when we discuss what we did first of all I never remember really discussing what I did on the weekend with teachers but sure okay Mm -hmm. say you got a picture of your your husband and you on your desk that's fine somebody asked about that you can it's perfectly legal to say that's that's my boyfriend or that's my husband and then you move on with it because most kids will just go oh and if there's a question just say well ask your parents yeah i just don't even know why it's so important to to, to know who someone's sleeping with i, I just don't know it's not the importance of it is. but i mean if if somebody happens to ask at least because that was the whole thing with that the bill in florida it's like oh we won't be able to it's like yeah you will you won't be able to just start talking about sex at you know like being gay you might be gay if this you might be lesbian if that you might be trans if this you might be non-binary or whatever the current term du jour is yeah it's like the kids don't know what they are at that age (laughs) Think back to when you were a kid. I wanted to be a washing machine. (laughs) My mother still loves to point this story out. I I think I was in kindergarten or nursery school. And the the teacher was like, well, he sits there and he runs through, you know, a washing machine cycle. He's not loud per se or anything. And she's like, well, did you tell him to stop? And she's like, yes. And he said he would when his cycle was done. She's like, did you (laughs) unplug him? She was like, what? I was like, tell him if he does it again, tell him you've unplugged him. He knows. And they did. And it worked. And um, I also remember a brief period of time where I wanted to be a record player. Now, that's a weird one. I mean, I thought the washing machine was weird, but why a record player? I don't know. I was fascinated with electronic stuff or electrical stuff. And my grandpa had just fit, uh, fixed uh, his record player. So I was totally into it at the time. It lasted about two days. You know, when I was a kid, I, uh, I, I used to identify as a remote control only because my parents were lazy and sent me to change the fucking channel back in the day. You know, those old dials you used to have to turn? Oh, I remember those days. <laughs> yes. You used to have to turn. There was like a huge knob in the back. There was the one that controlled the channel and there was one that controlled the frequency. Remember that dial? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was called many names. I, that's how I learned how to grow a thick skin because if the football game was on and I couldn't get the TV clear enough, the, the, you know, and if we missed the play, goodness, I was called every. That's how I learned how to become such a I, I just don't give a fuck anymore, because if you can can take a tongue lashing from my old man when the football game was on, you couldn't get that TV right. That builds character, my friend. Yes, it probably. Yes, I would think it would. <laughs> now, let me ask you about the whole. Uh, I guess. Let's get into the meat here of just perception of gay people in public society nowadays, especially with the whole, you know, LGBT confusion stuff that's going on, the virtue signaling on TV. It's in your face all over the place all the time. This being Pride Month, it's especially everywhere tenfold. Did you notice any kind of increase in people maybe looking at you a little side-eyed based off of your life preferences, based off of not your actions, but the actions of the shit they see on TV. Have you seen anything like that going on? I, well, I've, I, I've heard people talking around in the local Walmarts and places because, well, that's where you hear people talking about how the, this stuff is getting crazy and out of control. Yeah. And it's like, um, like around here, this, this was a very 
Trump focused, I mean, Trump supportive area. There were, there are still people who to this day in parts of central Ohio and probably elsewhere still have Trump signs in their yards. Jeez. Gotta let it go, man. Replace it with the Santas. Yeah, but he won't run if Trump runs again. I don't know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking he might. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking so. I'm thinking so. He, uh, he actually had a statement that he released about his, his funding isn't going to the campaign that they thought was going to be towards his Florida reelection. So he's still receiving money for some mystery campaign. And they're, 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 they're throwing little teasers out there that it could be for a potential presidential run if Trump doesn't announce. But even if he does, they're saying he still might. He still might put his name out there. A lot of people want him to. I just, I just, just not, not, not Biden again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but well, no, I'm not sorry. The man is. There should be an age limit on running on being the president because you know everybody slows down a little usually when you're turning forty. Yeah. Through that in there just for you. Um, <laughs> not really. It, I mean, it is I, true. Oh, I'm over forty. I haven't really slowed. Well, all right screws in my back notwithstanding i have not slowed down that much <laughs> what what happened uh with, with, with the screws what, what happened there oh well i had um been rollerblading which i mean i was doing just fine i'm going down this small hill and i saw a squirrel in in the path and i thought to myself self you can either hit the squirrel and potentially have it bite you and that's you know rabies injections and fuck no or you can go off to the side there where it's oh, okay it's just grass mm-hmm. and i figured okay you know i'll fall forward you know and get grass stained whatever well <clears throat> pardon me the there was about a six inch drop off that i couldn't really judge between the edge of the pavement and the grass so when i when my feet went out from under me and I landed right on the side of the pavement and it, it, it took a while, like years later, they found out I had a herniated disc and like narrowing in, of my spinal in the, where your spinal cord is. So they had to do some surgery there and basically bore it out a little so that it doesn't hurt and stuff and screw me back together. I hate to tell you, but that fucking squirrel got hit by a car less than 10 seconds after you avoided it. So, I mean, it was all for naught, my friend. You should have ran that bastard over and called it a yeah, day. Yeah, looking back, it probably would have been okay. I think <laughs> probably would have just moved. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's get, all right, let's get back to the mean stuff here. And then we'll get to some, some, some lighthearted stuff. Where do you think the, the hatred comes from when people, and I mean, and, and this is just, I'm, I'm just going to throw it all out there. I mean, over the years, there has been a lot of, of hatred and you've even seen it recently with the whole monkeypox thing and HIV being blamed oh God, on, yes. on the gays, you know, and, and the whole ACE thing lasted a very long time, very long time. Oh, gay, gay spread. And even, even after they said, okay, well, you know, it's just sexually transmitted disease through any kind of intercourse or passing of bodily fluids. There was always still, I, I feel there was always like a, a, a thing that people still wouldn't let it go, that they would always kind of think it was a gay thing, even though it, it, it was proven not to be. Well, um, now it's, it's weird because I don't know. I guess it depends what, what you're watching on TV because sometimes, you know, throw the TV on during the day and there's all these um, 
commercials for, you know, whatever, you know, new medicines, treatments, biologicals, that are biologics yeah. for, you know, and one of them is, you know, oh, I, uh, the, you know, they have, uh, so you can start taking PrEP, which means you, even if you become HIV positive, you'll be undetectable so that they won't be able to detect the virus in you. So a lot of people have taken this to me and this, you take, whether you have it or not. And as far as I know, you can't just stop taking it. Yeah. Um, it's basically, it's given there, there's rise to this whole idea that, well, safe sex, you know, don't have to worry about that. Cause even if you get a, you know, HIV, you'll just, Oh, they'll put you on, on, now they have uh, like pills that you can take to keep AIDS a manageable condition. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just really wild. Except that the stuff that they use for people with who are HIV positive or to prevent it actually works, unlike Paxlovid. But I digress. <laughs> it's so crazy how... I remember years ago, when we were just talking about this on the show the other day, how AIDS was like instant death. It was like the walking dead oh, yeah. in the 80s. People were so scared. Yeah, I, re- I remember because when first time I ever went to um, Provincetown, which is like if if Florida is, is America's penis because it's hanging off there, you, the Provincetown, it's out at the end of Cape Cod. We'll just call it America's clitoris. <laughs> it's very 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 gay it's very cool it's fun i've been uh, i went up there a few times with friends and once with my mom and we just hung out and stuff she 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 had a blast she was more masculine than a lot of the men in the bars um sounds like a cool mom yeah yeah she is they uh I remember when we went up there, there was still the whole silence equals death thing because Ronald Reagan had would not ever say, mention AIDS. Yeah. And that was a big, you know, a big sticking point, justifiably so. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, and of course, Fauci was around for that one, too. He personally investigated bathhouses and stuff. Great. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, I'm sure he did, too. <laughs> well, he, there was a there was a, a clip of him saying that you know that he had personally gone to you know and it's like got because he wanted to get to know these people. I was like, oh, I see how it is, Tony. <laughs> and now we have COVID. <laughs> that son of a bitch, man! I'm telling you, the whole COVID thing really threw me for a loop. I like, I really think that's what turned me into like this fucking monster of a piece of shit human being that I am now. I, I, I guess it, it, it really separated the country and drove us into two different sides and i blame the media first and foremost oh, big time now you're a few years older than me so I'm, I'm i'm gonna ask you here was the media like this ever in your lifetime that you can remember where it was so divisive where it's like you're you have to be on this side or that side and the lies were so blatantly obvious and stories contradicting each other was it always like this or is it just new they they used to have i don't know actual news they would tell you what was going on but not what they thought of it mm-hmm. or how, like as i remember you know it used to be you watch the the 6 30 news that was like the grown-up news because walter cronkite or whomever yeah. uh and that you know you and then you found out what was going on in the world you didn't get 
anybody's opinions of it. You just found out, you know, and if, if there was an investigative piece, it was just general, genuinely interesting. And, you know, it's the anniversary. So use Watergate. Mm-hmm. That was not, nobody was telling you how to think CNN and MSNBC, occasionally Fox. They all do it one way or another. Um, yeah. And, but, but now it's, it, it, everything is an, is an op-ed piece. There, there's no news. It's, I, w- I was real, like, lately, there, remember when we used to have, like, talk shows on the air, like, Donnie, mm-hmm. Sally Jesse, Jerry Springer, when he first started, was an actual talk show. Oh, yeah. Go, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I had forgotten about him. Montel Williams. Richard Bay. <laughs> oh, God, people are talking. <laughs> okay, we're old. Jenny um, Jones, oh man, you know she was the first woman I ever masturbated to. Was Jenny Jones? It's an interesting fact for everyone out there in the Voices of Misery Land. And she, she was the one that remember they they had had that that case where they told they brought the guy on because they had told him somebody had a crush on him, and it turned out to be a guy. That's right. He had gone on to shoot the the other, and that I remember that whole mess. There, it was like yeah, that kind of stuff. Not a. Not a doing that you don't do that to somebody especially on tv that's that's not going to end well (laughs) you know what you you just see the way my mind works it's it's like a million miles a fucking second that's why i take so many goddamn thc pills yes you you said something that that really made me this is a question i wanted to ask you much earlier but who gives a fuck there's a podcast we can talk about whatever we want whatever we want exactly What's it like to date as a gay man? Because I imagine it must be fucking torture. Because you can't just go to a website and be like, yeah, I'm just looking for dudes. I mean, what's it like when you're like face to face? Because you got to feel someone out. I mean, it's it's not like, like, first off, if like you see a guy that you like, right? Like, say you're at the target, you see some cute guy, you're like, oh, man, you know, he, he's a cute guy. I want to talk to him. But like, you don't want to, because you might get punched because the guy might be like, like an anti-gay person. Like, h- how do you know who to approach and who not? It's, it boggles my mind. It, it boggles my mind too because I, I see that's why I would never do that like if I thought somebody was cute or whatever I'd be like oh yeah they're cute and maybe like if you make eye contact with someone and then it's kind of obvious <laughs> sorry about that that was the dog oh, um, no. dogs are okay but if I hear one goddamn meow you're in trouble no no meow <laughs> um, <laughs> oh I hate cats Yes, I know. Even <laughs> even though they even though they don't suck the breath out of babies, that blew my mind. <laughs> Absolutely, I saw cat's eye, man. It complete like I had a moment where I just stared at the TV. I'm like, wait a second, it was that little fucking guy with the dagger. It wasn't the cat that was killing kids. Completely ruined my childhood. It was the evil gnome. Yeah, I, I, my memory just I don't know why I remember. Did you ever have something like that? Did you just remember it a complete different way than it actually happened? Every once in a while, yeah. Is that the Mandela effect or whatever they call it? I well, I mean, sometimes I mean, your our brains get so full of stuff, we're bound to get something wrong here and there. That's true. I mean, we we do retain so much information. I mean, like I'm thir- I'm, I'm about to be forty years old. I got forty years worth of random bullshit in my head. Every word that's ever been uttered to me is is in my brain somewhere, and it's it's hard to keep track of things. But I, I know I've met people before in the past that remember the movie the way that I did, that it was a cat that was the bad guy. Or maybe they were disagreeing with me to shut me the fuck up. I have no idea. 
eh, maybe go with that. <laughs> but going back to the original question, though, what's it like, though, to, to, to date? I mean, it, it's kind of got to be tough. It's weird. I mean, you, you can, I guess, Tinder and stuff like that. But then you worry about, well, still, is this person going to be a psychopath? And even, all right, let's, let's get let's get down to business here. Um, say you go window shopping on, say, oh, think of a gay app. Um, Grinder. Grinder, thank you. How the hell did I know that and you didn't? I was, I knew, I was just seeing if you did, I figured you would. <laughs> I know a lot of useless shit, man, I'm telling you. I know a lot of shit. It's cool. It what makes it's what makes you an ally. <laughs> whatever. You're you're just a, a cool person. How, how about that? Ally, you know, why do you have to call somebody an ally? <laughs> yes, you go you go you go looking on and say, like it used to be, you know, there'd be different, you know, dudes on there when you'd be like now you're not so sh- it's like why are there women on here? Oh no, there are people who are i was like that not trying to be rude but i mean if you're into trans people cool good on you maybe make transer or something you know a a specific app for because you're you're cluttering up my feed here (laughs) i mean i don't it's just i wouldn't you know it's like i don't want to see lesbians on it either I love lesbians. They're great. Me too. Some of my best friends are lesbians. I have an honorary lesbian pin. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Did you ever date a girl? No, not really. Just I mean, I had, I had like one of, one of my, my best friend in high school was a girl. We used to just hang out all the time. We never dated. We just used to like go roller skating or like go to the mall or you know i didn't think of that as dating dates you go out to dinner and all that kind of weird stuff not you know just hang out it's tough to be friends with a woman it really is it's it's tough i mean hey i get like like i get along really well with women usually because i don't know i just seem to Mm -hmm. uh well, they, love, they love you guys. They love gay guys, man. That's true. We're I, safe. I think you're Nerdette's favorite person in the whole world, actually. I don't know. There's the rest of the big titty committee. <laughs> well, you I think, know I think you may have just lost her to Sherry. Oh, jeez. Well, listen to this. You want to hear something interesting about Nerdette? We were at the beach the other day, right? And she got so burnt up. Like, I'm saying, like, bad, dude. It was, like, really bad sunburn. I actually had the rub lotion on her before we did the show today. That's how nice of a man I am. But she got so dark at the beach that we went to Walmart. We got followed around by security in every fucking department. That's how dark she got. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> they fucking checked their bags in the way. First time it's ever happened to me. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> thank, thank goodness she didn't forget to ring up the Bud Light this time. Oh my goodness. And you know what? She does that shit on purpose. I am convinced that she does. I've I've actually done that once or twice with something, usually like once probably with beer, but I remember doing it with soda and getting out to the car and being like, oh no. Mm-hmm. If I go back, they're gonna think I stole it. <laughs> you already made that commitment, you're out the door, it's yours. 
I, I was with a friend of mine in, from college. We were uh, in, in ShopRite and we went out to, we had, to, I had, I think I had to call my grandma to see if she needed some, anything. And we get out to the payphone and all of a sudden she's like, Oh my God, I just shoplifted. I was like, okay, first of all, keep your voice down. And what? <laughs> and she, she had gotten some deodorant and she had been carrying it around. And we just went outside to use the phone. And I, she was like, I don't, do I go back in? Or I was like, just, uh, yeah, just go back in. But she was like, but then they're going to think I stole it. I was like, well, then don't go back in. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> just send them a fucking check in the mail from an anonymous person for the exact amount of the thing you stole. If that's what you want is to clear your conscience. That's the best way. Well, no, we we went because we were we had come through the uh, the uh, out the the beer and wine section, so we went right back in. I was like, hey. We went out to call my grandma and she forgot to pay for her deodorant. <laughs> the, the woman laughed. I knew she'd be okay with it because she looked like a good natured person. And... <laughs> That's but she, oh man, she was so freaked out. Yeah, you know what? It's cute when, when, when older people freak out because it's like, listen, you know, they think the end of the world's going to happen. But Walmart, what do you think about this Juneteenth and Pride ice cream stuff? I think the ice cream sounded delicious. Sure did. I mean, you know, if, hey, make it pride ice cream and, and put that out. I'm good with that as long as I get to have that flavor of ice cream. Pride is all about colors. Everyone knows growing up, you always pick the ice cream that has the most colors. I guarantee you that pride ice cream was fucking amazing. Yes. Oh, well, you got to be careful with colors because sometimes people can throw like sherbet in at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're expecting ice cream, you don't want sherbet. Mm-mm. No, no, definitely not. If I if I want sherbet and I get sherbet, I'm very happy. But if I want ice cream and I get sherbet, I'm I'm, I'm not a happy boy. I did find out that our Walmart still has the mustard and salted pretzel or caramel salted pretzel ice cream. I told Nerdette I would buy it and give her a report. So it's on my list. Oh, oh man. She's a weird one with that shit. I don't know. You guys and your, your, your weird foods, maybe because I don't eat anything. Everything sounds gross to me now. Well, yeah, all you do is eat meat and maybe some vegetation now and then. That's it. And drink my chocolate protein shakes that I do get from Walmart. But I want to ask you about the selective outrage here because this oh, is yeah. enough about the Juneteenth and Pride ice cream. It's like, all right, people are pissed off about this. Oh, you can't make a buck off it. But all Walmart is doing is building awareness. They should be upset about all the other fucking entities out there that are directly cashing in on these Pride, you know, uh, whatever events, these Juneteenth events that are going on. I, I didn't see any problem with what Walmart did here. They're just building awareness. And I thought that's what these fucking people all over the globe wanted was awareness for these causes. Once they get it, they reject it and, and, and they want more. It's like, what the fuck do you want? What do you want? I think they like the fight. It's got to be it. Because I don't know. I mean, why would you keep it? Like, I mean, okay, maybe if ice cream is a bad way to represent Juneteenth, okay. I I didn't see anything wrong with it. Same with the Pride ice cream. Yeah, I was like, okay, you're cashing in on it. You're also, I mean, people see and be like, oh, that's cool. Maybe mm. I'll try that flavor. But because yeah. um, like, some people were like, and this is again, the, I guess the the 
keeping people divided thing. Some people were kind of resentful of Juneteenth becoming a, a holiday, you know, a federal holiday. And it's like, well, it's an important day because I guess technically that's the day slavery really did. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You know, so that's it's and you know, because you can't argue with that and no. then say, well, we can't have statues of you know Abraham Lincoln anymore because you need to remember things happening or you're going to screw up and they're going to happen again. I agree. History does tend to repeat itself. We're seeing it all over the place right now. But I feel like in some cases you should just drop it. Otherwise you're going to end up with this never ending battle for reparations, which just, they just, it, it needs to be dropped already. That whole reparation. I, I don't believe in paying for something, the sins of the father, in this case, the sins of the great, 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 great grandfather, I don't feel like people should have to pay for that nowadays, nor I don't feel like people should be rewarded for this nowadays. You're free and born in the greatest country of all time. People immigrate still to this country, even though we're going downhill, because we are still the freest country, even though it doesn't seem like it's going to be that way for long. People want to come to America. You have to ask yourself why. Why do people want to come here so bad? Because it's great. You know, it's a great fucking place. We just got to stop fucking around. That, that's what we got to stop doing and make it great again. Someone said that before, didn't they? I've, I've, you know, I think I've heard that somewhere that, that some ultra mega dude, <laughs> Uber or whatever they called them. Did I'm so over Trump right now? He, I was so hopeful when he got in. I was like, all right, he's kind of an outsider. Maybe he'll stir shit up. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did things. There was some stuff like he did something with the withholding taxes that cost people like a lot of money. Um, But but some of the stuff he seemed to be doing, but the the media again was so consumed with just proving that he was horrible. And, you know, they, they talk about these stupid hearings that are going on as we speak potentially not confirming what day we're recording mind you because they're on all the time now um that they they spent so much time doing they they just want uh instead of letting uh you know because he yo the election fraud you know there was fraud or shenanigans there seemed there's always shenanigans with the elections it's just who's better with them that that go around you're right and Remember back, I remember back in 2016, Keith Olbermann, uh, oh, whoever else was still around and going on that, going on about how that election was not valid because there's no way Trump really won. Mm-hmm. Like, well, so you're claiming that election was fraudulent? How do you do that for, and do, you, and, and this is my regardless of whether there's fraud or not. How can you do that one time and not just because the guy you didn't like won? Well, that happens. Give it four years. If it was that bad, vote him out. Yeah. I mean, you even only have two years. Just just win back the House and Senate and stop whatever their agenda is that you don't like. And then in two more years, you can vote your guy. And it's just do it the right way. There's so much crooked shit out there, man. Like, I, I, I never had this sort of enlightenment in my life and I and, and I really did feel it a couple of times over the past couple of years just different parts I feel like I'm maturing as, as a human being 
just by seeing some of these things. And like, you, you realize as you get older that things are just bigger than whatever's going on right now. And I see all this shit that people are fighting over now and it, it all feels so unnecessary and pointless. Like, why are we fighting? Is it, do we really have to be in this position or are we just doing this to ourselves? And I feel like we're doing it to ourselves right now. It's absolutely insane. We need someone to put their foot down. That's why I'm all about Ron DeSantis right now. Yeah, and you, that I agree with you. We, they, see like, okay, around like, here, it's, here's probably why people from Florida or Ohio go to Florida so much or why it's so similar politically feeling because mm. uh, we they just passed uh, their own quote-unquote don't say gay thing, mm. um, which again, totally cool with because it's the same as Florida. It's just kindergarten to third or fifth grade. I can't remember which. And well... They did try getting something sleazy passed, and I'm glad they modified it because they were trying to pass a bill about transgendered athletes competing in like high school and college. Mm, yeah. And, or I think it was college, I'm not sure, but yeah, it was at least high school. Um, and they, they wanted to, you know, if the person, they, they wanted to go so far as to do an internal and external genital exam. And it was people were, thankfully were like, uh, no, because <laughs> that that's a bridge way too far. You're not going fondling a, a kid just to find out if they, you know, if they're going to uh, be honest about it, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, make, make a category for people who are not male or female who are trying, you know, is that a bad thing? I never understood the full, like, we have to just have them with the woman thing going on or why we have to force them into women's bathrooms because that's how they feel. I, I, I feel like with this trans movement that just kind of exploded out of nowhere to this, whatever we're seeing now, they're, they're not bending at all. I, I understand these people need to feel comfortable. They need to feel accepted. I am, I, I'm all for inclusion. I, I'm not against it. I okay. am against lying and I'm against forcing people to do things they're uncomfortable with and excluding women. There has to be a compromise here, but that side is not willing to compromise. They want everything plus some. And it's like, well, you got to concede something here. You have to realize that you are a guy. You were born a man. Okay. So women aren't going to want to see this shit in the bathroom. They're not going to want to see you fucking shaking your dick in the urinal while they're sitting there peeing next to you. You know, they're not going to want to see I don't even want to see that. No, me, no, no, me neither. I mean, I love women, but I don't want to sit there and go to the bathroom. Like I would feel uncomfortable peeing next to a, a, a random woman in the bathroom. It's just, I just don't want to do it. I just, there has to be some sort of compromise here. Like, listen, we're going to fucking include you guys in all this shit. We're, we are willing to bend on some of these things. Like I am willing to, to not be a 40 year old man who lived a certain way for 40 years. I'm, I'm willing to change on some aspects. But I'm not willing to change my vocabulary for people. I'm not willing to, you know, warp my reality and call you they, them, and, and this and that, or fucking zer, whatever the fuck. I'm not willing to go that far. I am willing to say, okay, that person wants to be called Tina, and his name was was Bradley before. I'm okay with that. Am I going to sit there and concede that they're a woman? No, I will never do that. I, I can't in my right mind do that because I know it's not right. And once I feel you go that far, then you have to concede everything. That's why I'm saying there has to be a compromise. Like, listen, we will play your game. We will call you what you want to be called. We will give you your own division where you compete against, because there's so many, apparently. 
You can have your own fucking division. Or you can you can play with the group that you were born as. You can be a man and play in the you could be a whatever you're pretending to be, play with the men, whatever, just do your own division. I, I just don't like that women are being erased right now and they're not willing to compromise on that. Yeah, I it's because it's it's different. I growing up being a a woman and always a woman than growing up as a guy and then becoming a woman. You have to relearn a lot of stuff. Because there was um, uh, a lot, if you, the way a lot of people who are uh, presenting as trans at the moment, um, some people do very mannish things. Like um, there's a, a trans commentator on YouTube who is talking about, she, she sees it all the time, how uh if so, somebody you know this her uh, like an acquaintance of hers will come back and be like oh that guy was hitting on me and she's like well why do you say that and they're like well they gave me a tip and they complimented me she was like that's not hitting that's but that things like that guys think like that yes oh, she, was, she was hitting on me because i you know oh cool guilty as charged <laughs> You've got it's it's just it's just an inherently male thing that you need to, I guess, unlearn. Because I I remember my like I was saying my friend from college she she was even even said you know she's like I'm learning to be a to to act like you know a woman because I even I was like so what do you are you when you're done transitioning she's like. I don't know, like a new woman or something. Now I guess trans woman is the same type of term, which is a fine, you know, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. it's when you're, see, when you're transitioning, you're going from one thing to another. But this going back and forth, sometimes I'm trans, sometimes I'm not. That's not how that works. Yeah, exactly. It's very confusing. It's kind of like people who, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm bi because I can, you know, and a lot of, a lot of girls are because you know, girls will make out with each other, whatever. It's a little less stigmatized. If guys want to do it, hey, that's cool too, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. But I, in the '90s, there was this kind of bi craze where everybody for a while was like, oh yeah, I'm bi, I'm bi. It's like, okay, great. <laughs> oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. I went to school. Every girl was bi. It's like great, go well, do more mm-hmm. power to you. Yeah. It only ever goes one way if you haven't noticed though. It's only ever men becoming women. You never hear about women becoming men and destroying everything that men hold sacred. You know? You don't hear about women like, you know, transitioning into men and fucking going out there and like just doing all these great things and beating men's records. And there's a reason for that. It's because they're not physically capable of it. So I wanted to get your opinion on the whole athlete thing. Because they did pass that, and, and you kind of touched on it before about how they, they passed it, where if, if you haven't started the transition process under the age of 12, you can't compete against the boys in, like, the high school and um, college level. So you can't compete unless you started transitioning before 12, which can only mean one thing. They're going to start forcing the agenda even younger now to get the kids transition. Yeah, and that, that is disturbing as fuck. Very. What do you think about it, though? I, I, I think competitive sports is kind of silly somewhat sometimes, but Hey, if you want to do that, that's cool. Um, 
okay, somebody like uh, what's her uh, Leah Thomas Thompson, whatever yeah. her name. Um, I she shouldn't be competing against biological women. She should be competing against other trans women. I would think that would only seem logical because they'd share that same the same uh, physiological similarities. You know, men can glide through water easier because the way their our bodies are shaped, and women are shaped kind of the opposite way, so they aren't as not aerodynamic, but you know what I mean. They don't. Yeah. Um. And I, I don't understand what the the big deal is about either having. I mean, if there are as many people who are presenting, <clears throat> excuse me, as trans now then it shouldn't be a problem finding competitors for her. I don't know. I think it'd be weird. Cause you gotta think like, I don't know. Are you a boxing fan at all? I've watched stuff on occasion. Okay. Well, my, well, uncle, used to, my uncle used to box in the oh. army. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Did he ever go pro? No, he, he did get some, he had a golden gloves trophy of some sort. I remember it was always on my granny's dresser. Yeah, good for him. Well, let me know if, if this analogy here makes sense, because I'm, I'm going to try to relate it to boxing. So, you know, in boxing, you've got many different weight classes, right? You right. can featherweight, lightweight, light heavyweight, all sorts. Of, I mean, it, it gets very confusing, all the belts out there. With transgenders, how would you regulate that, though? If you had a transgender-only league for men transitioning the women and women transitioning the men, they all had their separate divisions and whatnot. You'd have to regulate it some sort of way. And I think it'd get too confusing. You have to find out when they started transitioning, what they're taking, when they cycle. And you'd have to basically, it would just get too convoluted because what if some person's taking X amount of hormones versus someone who's not taking this amount of hormones, this person's taking this block or that person, you would have to have them all separated. You'd have like a million little fucking leagues probably because everyone's doing their own different thing. Well, I would, I would just do it as a trans man category, a trans woman category. And if they want to talk about people, you know, if this part, you know, if they want to start talking about um, feeling discriminated against because, say, this person started transitioning at a different time, yeah. and you sort that out. Welcome to what you just started, because mm-hmm. this we wouldn't, have, you know, if you just, I, it's it's a very complicated issue, but like because. Having, having talked to women about this in particular, it's, you know, there a lot of women get very offended and defensive, justifiably so, when they start talking about, uh, oh, you're, you know, well, I'm just as much a woman as you are because I've transitioned. It's like, well, you might pass as a woman, which is the goal, as far as I always have learned. Yeah. Is the goal is to transition and pass and live your life as that which as male or female, depending which way you're going. Now, ultimately, I'm a libertarian at heart. I guess that's where Me I finally too. landed. You know, just libertarian. I don't necessarily care what people do as long as it doesn't directly affect me or the people I live with. The trans thing does bother me, though. It, it does because my kids, obviously, you, as people out there know, they're they're both young ladies. Yes. I don't like the fact that they're being erased. Yeah, that's that's what my, I, I, I've 
and talking to my mom about it because I figure she's a woman. She's been around for a while. And she she even said that the, the same type of thing that it's, you know, what it mean, you know, here here's the, you know, the you get down to that whole what is a woman thing. And well, here I just even, you know, she asked me, she's like, Well, what would you say? And um someone who has eggs as gametes. If you produce eggs, you're a female. If you produce sperm, you're a male. Nice and easy. I finally met a biologist. Yay for me. (laughs) No, you nailed it. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I I don't know what the crime is by stating that there's two genders. I don't know why it's such a hateful thing to say that there's all, there are only two genders, just man and female. Sure. Some people feel like they're the other side and they can, and and they can play dress up and whatnot. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just, just a distortion of reality. That's where it just gets weird. And I think they're not doing anybody any favors especially the black community and especially the, the, the gay community. You, they're not doing any favors by, I, I think this is the most hurtful regime that's ever been in office in the white house. I, I think that's undisputable. I mean, you can't dispute it at this point. You can't, these people are very hurtful. And I feel like those two communities are the most directly affected. What happens what? when you tell someone that they're better than somebody else or like you're giving someone all the rewards and neglecting the other person. You're going to breed resentment. And that's what they're doing. It's fucking crazy. I mean, think about this. Think about when Biden goes out there and he goes, I'm going to pick my vice president. It's going to be a black woman. Uh, my next press secretary, it's going to be a black woman. It's going to be a, a gay man. And they, they, they got the transgender uh, Rachel Levine person in, 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 in control of the health department. They got Pete Buttigieg and like they're, they're strategically doing this and they're pandering. But by pandering with these affirmative action hires that you're basically saying these are affirmative action hires and look at us, praise us for doing this. You're making other people hateful of the people you're putting in there and you're not doing them any favors because they're always going to be known as a token hire and everyone underneath them in the future is always going to get that side eye like, hey, I, well, I, I wonder why they're fucking here, you know? You're not doing anyone favors doing this shit. Well, that's where they're really showing their true colors as being, you know, about, look here, look, look, I'm, I'm virtue signaling for you now. I'm going to do it this way. Well, how about you just, you know, instead of, hiring Kareem Abdul, Abdul St. Pierre, whatever her name is, as press secretary and stating, oh, she's this, that. Just hire her then. She's not very good at her job. Maybe she's she'll get worst. better. But, you know, just hire her. And if you think she's good for it, and, you know, if, I'm sure it'll come out, oh, she's, you know, a lesbian or bisexual or whatever. She, I don't know what she, and I don't care as long as she does her job. People yeah, always he, resist. He put a judge. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he, he's just another one of those fucking. He's people. not very good at his job. I don't know what his his qualifications as being a transportation secretary are. He owns a car. He, well, did you? He, he's threatening the airlines with fines if they don't find more pilots. It's like, well. <laughs> It's, um, it's, it's, they're training more they can't do it overnight and yeah. maybe if you didn't force them all to get a certain experimental concoction yeah they wouldn't be happy because as soon as you have a hard issue as a pilot you're done it's over yeah that's right and that's here here's the secret too i found out um since they have so few pilots fly earlier in the month if you ever have to fly 
because they're only allowed a certain number of hours airborne. And that's why, if you notice, around the, towards the end of the month, the flight cancellations start going up and up and up. Yeah, I never noticed that. We never fly anywhere. I don't either, but I've, I've heard about it. And then I, I was like, oh, yeah, those stories do show up near the end of the month all the time. Yeah, that's really interesting stuff. I had no freaking clue. That's amazing. That's really nice stuff there. But let me ask you a, a question here about this whole... Um, Justin Bieber thing, the whole COVID thing, because I know we're, we're just kind of getting into the vaccines there a little bit. And, and you mentioned Bieber earlier on, we were talking about him. And and I know you, you've seen the video by now of his face oh, yeah. drooping to the side, paralysis, uh, some Ramsey syndrome, whatever the hell it's called. They haven't directly said it's because of the vaccine, but his wife, Haley Bieber, was recently experiencing some shit as well and she got the vaccine they haven't even come out and said if justin bieber was vaccinated or not but he promoted the vaccine so much you have to kind of assume he was probably what do you think about the vaccine in general because we haven't really talked about it too much i don't think in our chat well i, I it, it, it that you know it goes back to fauci again uh back when you know aids was his his thing uh all he wanted to do was push a- AZT. It was a failed cancer drug. Didn't work. Killed people. Oh, well, let's give it to the people with AIDS instead, okay? Because, of course, you know, and people... I, thank you. I, I, I saw people dying from more people dying from AZT than were dying from the actual AIDS virus. Yeah. And so it makes me a little like leery of trusting anything that he is hip deep in. And these, these experimental still aren't approved yet. Still emergency use mm-hmm. vaccines that and now they're it's like, well, we need, you know what you need, you know, three boosters. Now it's like, well, what's your number? When is too many, too many? Just keep getting them to your heart stops pretty much. I, I mean, it's, pretty clear at this point this was a depopulation tactic it, 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 it has to be at this point it has to be why are they still pushing a vaccine when we're on like the what like the fourth variant now they're still pushing the original vaccine it makes no sense sperm counts now five months after you're fully vaccinated they say men's sperm counts are so low you can't even reproduce it comes back but then you have to get a booster every couple of months so what is that doing to your you know reproductive system as a man as a woman People are having trouble with their irregular um, menstrual cycles and shit. And there's, there was stuff with women giving or having discolored breast milk. Yeah. And stuff yeah. from it, which, you know, and then a convenient formula shortage. Exactly. And guess who invested in, in an artificial formula right around this time? Bill Gates. Ah, uh, yeah. Mr. Farmer. Yeah, I mean, all, like you see all the cattle that just up and died the other day. They had pictures of all these just animals just dead on the fucking, like food, potential food, just fucking dead. Oh, they died of a heat wave. Oh, yeah, it was all heat exhaustion. They all died. Oh, really? Okay. So All at once. And all nobody at once. knows. Yeah, that's that, funny that. Usually that's not how that works. The worst thing about it is not knowing the end game. And the COVID vaccine is extremely dangerous. I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. I'm extremely uh, 
scared for the future as of what this is going to do to people, what it's already done to people. We're already seeing the results of it now. Um, if, if I would have ever gotten injected, I would have, at this moment, I, I would be very scared for my health. And, and this is just, it just goes without saying, I'm not trying to fear monger, but maybe people who have had this thing should probably stop and go check with their doctor, get checked up, make sure you're okay. Cause it's, it's just, it's, it's not good, man. I mean, they're, they're forcing it on babies now and babies have absolutely no risk of, of having any adverse reactions to COVID themselves. They won't even catch the damn thing. It'll just be a cough and a sneeze, but they're forcing this shot on their kids, man. It's like, I had had COVID twice. I lived. Liar. You didn't live. No one lives from COVID. I did. (laughs) I was, because I was like, oh, this feels like bronchitis because I used to get bronchitis almost annually because my father was a chain smoker and well, um, but it was like it, it was basically like like bronchitis on steroids. I had to let you know if I after I walked the dog, I had to sit before I came back upstairs for a minute because I would get winded and stuff. But I mean, I recovered. So, what was it for you? Like coughs, chills, that kind of thing. Yeah, that kind of. It was just I felt like crap for a few days. Just like anything the, else. the worst. The worst part was I did wake up one night. It was really hard to breathe. But if you keep calm, well, at least I kept myself calm enough. I didn't start freaking out about it. I was like, all right, let me sit up for a while, see how I feel. If I feel like I'm going to die, I'll call the, you know, the ambulance. Mm -hmm. I live. And that's the thing. I mean, you've got people so brainwashed now. I don't think they're ever going to come out of it. I mean, you got people that are, are openly thinking the vaccine, even though they caught COVID three or four times already, and they're like on death's door. Oh, well, it would have been much worse if I didn't get this vaccine. It's like, you have no fucking clue. And That's not what vaccines were for. They're supposed to prevent you from getting stuff. Now, if you, look up, if you look it up, it doesn't say that so much anymore. It's like for, oh, preventing or diminishing symptoms. It's like, when did you change the definition? Yeah, it, it's very shady. It's it's like it's almost like the vaccine encourages sickness because they're they're getting it now at three times the rate us lovely unvaccinated people who were just recently the scourge of the earth less than what six months ago, all of a sudden now we're the clean ones. You had to have known this thing was just grim from the start, and and I hate patting myself on the back as everyone out there knows, but I've been on this kick since the day this shit started. COVID, I I didn't trust any of this from the start. I was against it all. When they announced the vaccine, I'm like, hell no, I don't trust it. It it just it just felt so crazy. But I want to ask you, do you feel like this is ever going to blow over? Are we ever going to get back to normal? Uh, well, depending on how monkey, uh, sorry, it's now MPX. Really? Monkey, monkey pox. They've, they're, that, yeah. they're, they're trying to rename it. They're, oh, but because they, you know, of course they, I mean, they did that whole, oh, it's it's the gays and the bi's spreading it. It's like, okay, no, I've never fucked a monkey. He <laughs> fucked me. Nor do I want to. It's so easy to blame the gays, I guess. I, yeah, it's like, wait, where have I heard this before? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, just because it's, you know, and you know who got the largest, who the biggest, uh, largest pool like our largest group of victims were of AIDS is women. Really? Because, 
down low hubbies and boyfriends going out fooling around with you know a guy here and there bring it home they you know since they're down low they don't tell anybody mm. and then women get it and then their kids will get and they yeah they, there's it, something about that too man i don't know I don't know. Just the whole like blaming gay people for everything. It's like why? I I, I thought being gay and being LGB was like the protected thing. Now, like you would think that would be like the off limits class. You can't say anything derogative. I don't even know where that came from. Even. Yeah. I well, because somebody's always got to be at the bottom. <laughs> I like what you did there. So well, well, I didn't mean it like that, but uh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and those stupid fucking top and bottom whoppers. What the hell, Burger King? God. Yeah. How come they're allowed to do that? How come they're well, allowed they, to do they, that? They got flack for it, but not a lot because, oh, it's, it's, it's risky. It's cute. It's like, it's stupid. Yeah, man. You know what? That makes me think that they... You, you see here, I'm thinking about the Juneteenth ice cream, obviously, and I'm thinking about that. And I'm wondering to myself, if Walmart said, here's some pride ice cream and here's a dick shaped spoon to eat it with, would they've gotten so mad? Because it seems like the more sexual it is, the more accepted it is and the more it needs to be accepted by these fucking perverts. I, I don't, I just understand what the sexuality has to be behind it all. Like, why does it have to be so sexual? And, and I'm no prude. But why? Well, you are the clap master. Um, I, I try to think I am, but you know, it, it always ends the same way with me in tears and, and uh, her laughing. So it's not that good. So it's, it's sort of like your podcasts. Yes, exactly. Like it. I see. <laughs> but, 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 but why though? Can you answer that for me? Why is it so goddamn overly sexual? Why does it have to be so perverted? Why can't it just well, be like, let's just come to your school and teach you about like why it's okay or like why you shouldn't hate others? Yeah, I mean, just crazy. Well, I mean, if you don't, I I don't get the the over the over sexualization unless it's because they they run out of stuff to fight for. It's like, well, we need to fight for you know like domestic partner benefits so if you know god forbid your wife husband whatever was dying of at the time a lot of um, many times you know we'll say of if hiv yeah. um that you would be allowed to see them and stuff like that that's why that stuff was so important to fight for and yeah. Thank you, Joe Biden, with your big mouth and foot for the whole gay marriage thing. Because if he hadn't have said that, there's no way that they would have passed it then. True. Because really. Obama was like, nope, uh, sex, uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. Just, just ask Michelle. <laughs> Michael. Big niche. <laughs> we just call her big niche now. Did you see that 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 picture online has been circulating about her like this massive bulge under her dress? Yes, and I remember when Joan Rivers made a joke about it and then ended up up mysteriously dying from a you know a medical procedure soon after. It was like, huh. <laughs> I mean shit, I think I'm gonna die all the time anyway, so fuck it, I'll say it. She does look like a dude, and there was a very convincing picture of of of, of her and Obama when they were like much younger, and I guess they started dating. She looked like a fucking man, like completely looks like a dude. So, I mean, that that one might have some legs to it. 
I don't know. Well, hey, maybe, maybe Barry likes it that way. I don't know. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of men out there that do. Did you ever have, have any experiences with like downloads or, or have you have ever like had any encounters with these men or are trying to like dip out in their wives or anything? I, I've chatted with some online in my time and it's like, oh, so you're cheating. No, that's not going to happen because I know my mama raised me better than that. And And the thing to remember about anybody, if he cheats with you, He'll cheat on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always ends up toxic. If you have a relationship and you're like, oh, well, how'd you cheat me? Well, you know, he was dating my best friend and now we're like, yeah, okay, well, there you go. It's not going to last much longer. Exactly. Don't make any wedding arrangements, you fucking bitch. Now, let me ask you about these games you're playing lately because you've been playing a lot of video games. It's another thing we have in common here. And I want to get off the whole gay thing. I think we've uh, pissed off enough people. What games are you playing yeah. now at the moment? Uh, still trying to grind through Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Never got into it. Is that the one where you like just jump off of buildings and like kill people with swords and shit? Well, I mean, well, yeah, when it's good. I mean, th- this one is really long. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of like dragging. So I'll like pick it up every now and then and play with it. That didn't sound right. I was but... just thinking. I was like, yeah, I, th- I thought we're getting away from the sex stuff. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, can, it, can always, it can always lead back to it. Well, I mean, you know, oh, that's like when they 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 jammed the whole. You know, you get to you know have gay sex in Assassin's Creed games. It's like I'm not playing these games to fuck. I never understood that either. I mean, I mean, I was like, know. yeah, okay, fine, I'll choose the dude route because it's probably more amusing. True. I don't think they're ever going to do full. I don't know. I'm not going to say ever. I mean, light, it's just progressing really quick. I was thinking like full on, like straight up, like fucking gay sex in a video game. I think that's next. I, I think you're going to see I, that. I, I don't want to see anybody having sex in my games. I play games to escape reality. Not not to, to, to get, you know, lost in the same nonsense that's going on in the real world. Never understood that. I, I think I, I might have picked up a prostitute once in Grand Theft Auto just to see what it was like and never did it again. I just preferred to shoot people and, and, and you know, have helicopters chase me and just fight them until I died. I never understood well, yeah. that. I mean, I've heard those games have stories, but you know, who cares? I, I always skip cutscenes. I don't think I've ever read or heard one line of dialogue in any Grand Theft Auto game. It's the second a cutscene, skip and go right back to the killing. That's what it's all about. Fire in... Um... And, and my my ex used to he liked playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Four, so I I watch him play and like you know offer little suggestions here and there like if he was trying to do some like well maybe do that you know and they did um, they had the whole the expansion thing the Ballad of Gay Tony which which was hysterical I really oh, thought no. that, and they had uh, the Lost and the Damned. I remember where you're this, this biker dude riding around, and there's yep. this one point where that that senator, like he comes out of his shower or whatever, and he's got like dick swinging in the air, and the guy's like, "Oh." <laughs> and the way they, but the way they did it, the guy did, you know, the the biker played kind of deadpan about it. it. Was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna ignore this," and they just let it happen without commenting on it. Yep. And I was like. That's cool because that's going to piss people off, but it really shouldn't because it's just funny. <laughs> As you, you know, it is that Grand Theft Auto kind of humor. 
Oh yeah, absolutely hilarious. Reminds me of like those old like grindhouse, like really cheesy action sequences, over the top, like explosions and shit. I mean, great games, but I just never really paid attention to the story. But did you play um what's what's that uh, Cyberpunk? Did you play that one? I did the trial for it. It was I was interesting. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I don't know if I'd pay for it, but it was interesting. I mean, the first thing you see, because I made a transgender woman, okay? And um, it was the weirdest thing, because, like, the first thing you could do is just make a woman and give her a penis. I'm like, of course I'm going to make a character a female with a penis. Why the hell wouldn't I? I mean, I have an option. Exactly. I mean, who wouldn't? But it serves no purpose in the game. Like, absolutely none. Like, you can choose the size of it and everything. I say, okay, what is the point of this? Well, you do get to hear Keanu Reeves say, nice cock, at some (laughs) point, I think. Other than that, I don't see the point. I, I, I beat the game, and I don't remember that part. Because I, I, I returned it so quick, because they had a lot of glitches in the beginning. And it was one of those things where, okay, we know the game's fucked up. And, and they, they put a thing out on Twitter where it's like, if you want to refund this game, you can for a limited time and get a full refund. So I'm like, fuck, I got to beat this game real quick. Beat the game, just blew through it, skipped the cutscene. So damn it, I missed Keanu Reeves saying, fuck, man. Maybe, maybe we should go with my... And it's probably on YouTube. Speaking of tube, you guys are getting me into some shit. You know that I've watched so many goddamn terrible movies over the past oh, yeah, six months. I don't know where you guys found this. <laughs> Fucking this app, it, it's beautiful. I watched there, so much. There, there's a a movie on there. If you want to see what one of the, it, it's it's a documentary. It's called Southern Comfort. It's it's about a trans guy. This is from back in like I think two thousand and one or two thousand, and he it was the last year of his life because he uh, was a trans man, but he could he had ovarian cancer, ironically, and went to a bunch of different doctors, but nobody would treat him until it was too late for them to so this they documented like the last year of his life and stuff and it's as far as you know movies about or you know documentaries about trans stuff that i i'd recommend that it's actually kind of a touching story about you know with him and his friends and how they spent that last year and stuff Mm, geez that sounds really good i mean there are some gems on there but Overall, that ad was pure bullshit, man. I don't know how many times I watched the movie getting it. <laughs> you're, you're still trying to figure out why that woman went with the little guy. It makes no sense. I mean, I've had people basically send me the same thing. They'll DM me and say, dude, like, why do you care so much? Because it matters to me, all right? I want people to watch <laughs> the movie and let me know. Did Silver have a big penis or not? I don't think so. I think he was just either that good which, I mean, I'm guessing from as much as she wanted him to, you know, repeat that he must have been. And maybe that was, you know, and she was just comfortable enough knowing, oh, they all think he's hung like a horse. So fuck them. I'm getting it. I don't care. I like how you threw the movie name out there. Yeah, thanks. It's branding. 
I'm telling you, I mean, like I've I've even gone so far as to try to find these actors on Instagram and, and just message them like, you got to get me in touch with the writer of this damn movie. And and I, I can't find any contact because these people are nobodies. They're probably working. You know, if I go to my local supermarket, I might find the guy who played silver in the produce aisle, actually. Probably. But it, it, I don't know. It's, it's it's a weird movie, people. I, I want you guys to go check out Getting It. It's called Get Get In without the G at the end because there is a yes. Getting It. That's a game. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> Which was the first one that popped up when I, I was like, wait, why is nerd watching this? This does not seem like a titty comedy. <laughs> I, don't, I have my own theory about it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that this woman was and like i think it was you that said it that she was a cloud chaser and i'm and i'm inclined to think that she was and just very sexually repressed so anything silver could throw at her she was more than happy to take it and probably enjoyed it and she liked the fact that you know the women were looking she was like the well-to-do one of the group too like she was the one that looked the nicest they talked about her having the nicest place i think in the movie like she was like a rich like goody two-shoes person didn't have anybody in her life. So maybe he did have a tiny one. He was just good at pleasing her. Maybe we can close the book on that chapter and I can finally let it go. There you go. Just just assume he was a normal dude. <laughs> so I think you've done a very good job at, at representing the LGBTQIA plus community, even though you couldn't get all the alphabets together like I can. I mean, I'm just a little bit more advanced in the LGBTQIA plus community. Oh, look at me being woke. Oh my goodness. You know what? I... I I don't know where this is going to lead, man. I, I I don't know. I mean, normally I'm pretty good at calling the future with, when it comes to certain things, but with this, I, I just don't know. Is this the fad? Is it going to go away? Is it is this how the rest of our lives are going to be now? Do we just have to accept it and move on? I think it'll start to simmer down. I at least I keep hoping, but I I because it. I mean, this can only go on so long before people, and they're starting to, you know, if, it, if enough is enough. Yeah. Because other, it's, I think, because everybody is over socialized and under informed. They spend so much time on like Twitter or Facebook, not, not truth social. Yeah, um, that site sucks. I'm and Instagram and stuff and it's like people know way too much about everybody in the little minutia of everybody's life it's like you don't need to that's too much yeah absolutely I, I feel like I said before how they're not doing the gay community any favors with this stuff I and I and, and, and I sincerely mean that just to draw a, a tiny comparison to it, it it probably is a terrible analogy like most of my analogies are but it's like when you're trying to feed a baby and you're like, here, you're going to eat these green beans. You're going to eat them. And they're like, they're shaking their head and they grow up and they fucking hate green beans. I feel like if you keep trying to force something on someone, eventually they're going to start to hate it. And I think that's yeah. what's going to happen with this LGBT pride shit in your face 24 seven, the, the Juneteenth stuff in your face, the, uh, the constant uh, like coddling in the media of the protected classes. I think you're going to see people turn. That's my biggest fear. And you may see a civil war based off of that. And, I just wish people would just be more like us, just libertarian. Who gives a fuck what people's lifestyles are, man? I mean, that's just basically what I'm spreading now. And it, it's weird how like um, they had like this stuff. All if if there's a certain percentage of the population that's gay, there's a certain percentage that's actually trans. If that's the case, and it seems to have always been, then we wouldn't have like 
on the west and east coast, these two huge groups, I'm looking at you, New York and California, mm. and that whole, mm-hmm. it, it seems to be centered in those types of areas. That doesn't work out, you know, the way you would, if that were the case, if this were so ramp, you know, common, why isn't it that way in Ohio? Yeah. Why isn't it that way in South Carolina? You know what? Because mm-hmm. they're being created. In, in those blue states, that's a, that, that's the answer. They're being created. That's why you don't see this big boom in other areas, and it's um, it, it's just it's just very slippery slope because you don't want to offend anybody, but you also don't want to encourage it either. It's yeah, not I mean, wrong. I'm not, not going to go out of my way to you know misgender or otherwise offend somebody unless they piss me off. That, but, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to do it just to be, a, you know, a dick about it. That's, you know, okay, here, throw, throw it to God. The, the one thing out of the Bible, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. That seems to be a good idea. It's amazing. It really is. And, and I feel like that's the best thing for me personally. And just on, on a personal note that came out of 2022 was finding God finally after all these years of being separated from it, being removed. It took something like this, a very horrible couple of years. And just like an awakening almost happens in people where you either go one side or the other. It's like you either go sane or insane. And I feel like I got sane. Like, I feel like that was my, I hate to use this term, but my, my wokeness, I was awoken, you know, like, Hey, there's true evil out there. There has to be something good. There has to be a creator. It only makes sense. And I was always on that side too, where it's like, okay, there has to be something out there. Because it, 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 if, if you close your, your eyes and you think as hard as you can, you always come back to, if, if we're here, what put us here? You know, what put us here? Yeah, the, the number of coincidences and, and things that would have had to just line up just, pro, just so to have this whole thing kick off, like civilization here on earth, at least. Yeah. It's like that. Somebody had to have an idea. Exactly. But then you can even get deeper. Like then if there's a God, then what created God? It's like, I mean, you can go, there's no answer. No one knows either way. That's why I, that's why I I said, I'll I'll never preach to anybody. I mean, I'm not going to preach this to my kids. I'm going to let them find out the same way I did. Like, Hey, you just have to have that moment. You're either going to get it or or, or you don't. I'm not going to force anything on you because then it won't be genuine. I was always agnostic. I'm always like, you know what? I don't know, but I, you know, I don't, there is or not, but I'm just going to live my life as a good person. And now I, I have that belief now. I feel like that's what needed to happen for me. And that's the only way it's going to be authentic. There's so many phonies out there that are going to get up to the pearly gates and be like, oh yeah, well, I've been to church and I go to Sunday. But yeah, but what about the rest of the week? You fucking prick. You were, you were an asshole. You beat your wife. You treat your kids like shit. You're going to hell. Press the button and there you go. Oh, but exactly. I church. God, God, God knows who's, who the real ones are and who the fake ones are. And we'll all be separated at the end. And I mean, if if you're genuinely sorry about, you know, stuff you've done in your life, I would imagine whoever's calling the shots at the end probably knows. So you'll go wherever you're supposed to. I feel the same way, you know, and I, I, I hope we can all make it where we're supposed to go in the end. I, I feel like we're 
we're, we're just at a time right now where things can go really good or really bad. And I'm, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, I think we're leaning towards the really bad sometimes. And sometimes it's I think real, we're towards yeah. the really good. It's uncertain. That's the, that, that, that's the scary part, but you got to have something to believe in. I think that's the most important thing. True. You need something there. Oh my goodness, we've been doing this for two hours, man. It's been an absolute blast. Oh, wow. Put you on the show here. We've been doing this for two hours. There's still a lot more ground to cover, but Jesus, I have shows to, to do. We have a lot to, to do here on the show. As you know, we, we've been growing pretty good here, man. So I, I appreciate you for coming on and being a part of it. Well, I, I did have my Voices of Misery mask anytime I was forced to wear one. So, you know what? The whole masking thing, that needs to go away. I mean, I, I don't it, think it, it pretty much has around here in Ohio. So, yeah, the dirty looks I, I've noticed have gone away from the people I do wear them. I look at them and, and it's just like we can coexist. I mean, that that's the bottom line. We can all coexist. We just need to to basically just say, you know what? We got to compromise. That's the one thing. Everybody wants it their way. No one's compromising. It's it, it, it's so bad out there right now. We don't have any honest people out there, any honest voices, and we all need to turn to each other and find like-minded people like like we found each other. Yeah, there it, there was um, Malcolm X actually said, you know, this is a great example, uh, or like, uh, yeah, example works, uh, that, you know, the white man and the black man have to be able to sit down, put everything out on the table, and just not feel scared or that you know that they're gonna hurt somebody's you know feelings or anything like that, and just be able to talk. Yeah, and I think that's what people just say, whether you're you know gay, straight, trans, whatever you know, or hey, if you're gender fluid, great. But if I'm not quite understanding of that, don't don't get all pissy. Just be like, oh, okay, they're not, you know. No, I, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're speaking right to my heart right now, man. It's just, I don't know if there's a way out of it. I, all we can do is hope, hope, hope and pray, my friend. That's all we can do. You know, do you do the whole thing where uh, you, you, you plug your social media or do you not want people to find you? Cause now is the time for you to plug whatever you want, sir. Um, I'm, I'm good without doing that, but Hey, I encourage people to follow you guys. You know what? Me too. And I wish I had someone here to tell me where they can find us, but she's on assignment. Right? She's so hurt right now, dude. It, it's bad. Her back's like fucking purple. It's really you mean it? voices of misery podcast, wherever you, wherever you find your little social media uh, in, info and voices of misery podcast at gmail.com. You know what? I always need someone because I get lost and scared. <laughs> Thank you, Scott, for coming on the podcast, my friend. I'll be talking to you soon. You know we will, man. We'll always keep Anytime. you. Anytime. Love you, man. You're great. Love you, too. No homo. Oh, shit. I, I didn't <laughs> say, wait, so wait, you said it first, so that means I'm the game. Oh, wow. Oops. God damn it. Celebrate pride.